Hello and welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie. I'm Shannon. And we are here to tell you another spooky tale of Scottish origin. (laughs) (laughs) Had to think of that one This is another Scottish one, guys. We're not going to be doing Scottish things all the time. We are going to branch out, but the next couple of ones are going to be based here in Scotland. And then we kind of want to... Our goal is to do two a week, one being Scotland and the other being from, obviously, other parts of the world. That's the goal. But right now, we are doing Scotland. And that's how you're taking it. <laughs> Pretty much. You don't, really, you don't really have a choice. <laughs> just listen to or us you could just and stop sit listening. back and relax. <laughs> or you could just stop listening. <laughs> don't be doing that. You do want to keep continuing to listen. It will be funny. Oh, it will be good. Yes, yes. So, we are coming to the end of another week working from home i don't want to say lockdown because we're not really in lockdown anymore we're kind of able to like go to other people's houses blah 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 hence how we're doing this now yeah it's took us months yep months we've done it fun fact shannon actually stays directly across the road to me <laughs> and we couldn't do this because nicola sarton said no no but now nicola sarton says yes and we were being very responsible and we didn't do it so now it's all all hands on deck. We are locked in a very small, confined space. And I'm Scottish, and I feel a bit scared sitting in this wee room right now. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. It was cheesy, but I liked it. <laughs> well, I hope you guys are doing well, and you've done well throughout this lockdown. Anybody working from home, we feel the pain. Yep. I hope everyone's looking after their mental health. I know that's took a, a, uh, it's took a really big hit in these times, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Nobody kind of knows what to do. Nobody has the answers of where mm-hmm. they can go, what they what they can do, what they're not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. So it um, was a big shock for everyone. So now here, you can't go into a... Well, I think it's the same in England. You can't go into a, a grocery store yeah. without a mask. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm mean, i digging it because I kind of feel like a little shredder for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and, you know, if you know me, I'm obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm kind of digging it, but that is what it is. You've just got it on me, haven't you? I know. It's just that, like, see, they're saying, like, you need to wear them in, like, supermarkets, mm-hmm. but they've opened the pubs. I know, so here and it's you're like... And them in the pubs, no, like... No, it's weird. Don't get that. Well, here it's like, the pubs have opened back up. You can go inside, You outside. have to keep one metre apart, but you don't have to wear a mask. But in supermarkets, it's, it's strange. But I suppose in a supermarket, it's food. So it's like, if you breathe on that, the next person who comes up... Right. Or, you know you get those absolute fucking weirdos at the... They go, uh, in your ear. Have you seen those videos? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Has anyone actually ever seen those videos no, on you, YouTube? <laughs> you know those people that, like, um, they touch the fruit up? You know what I mean? Oh, aye, they go and, like, put, aye. Like they, feel, they feel the melons and aye. they, like... That, to see if it's, like... They grope right. the cucumbers and stuff, like, those <clears throat> kind of people. So if you're if you're doing that in a supermarket with Stop it. Man, well, what? <laughs> first of all, <laughs> don't, you absolute weirdo. <laughs> but... I think maybe because you're touching other people's produce, it's more, you, do you know what I mean? So maybe if you pick something up and you go, no, nah, I don't want that, you put it back and then somebody else... But you put, should wear gloves then, not a mask. I don't know. Look, I'm just I'm just going with the flow, doing what I'm told. I'm not arguing about it. I mean, I'm working from home, so, you know, so I can't I. really complain. But It's hard work. It is. Everyone thought, oh, yeah, it'll be great the first couple of weeks. First couple of weeks, I absolutely loved it. But there's no escaping work life to home life because you're physically stuck in the yeah. house 24-7. So you're rolling out of bed, getting up, sitting at a desk. It's kind of... And it's PG attire. It's not as if you're waking up and getting full dead. You're waking up, like, an hour <laughs> after that, before your shift. <laughs> Technically about 30 minutes before mine, but hey. Um, yeah. 
that. And then you have Skype meetings and your hair's like... Oh yeah, the place. <laughs> so for reference, I actually have split hair. So I have half white, half black hair. And in the morning, it's like a Oreo. <laughs> and when I do... I honestly could not care less about how I look or my hair. And in a meeting, I'll forget that my hair... <laughs> just like and I'll just go into the meeting and I'm like, oh, okay. That's okay. what I look like this morning. No bra. <laughs> <laughs> Let them hang out. <laughs> On a lighter note, for anybody out there who's a hint of horror, or I recently watched that film The Boy 2, Brahms, I think it's called. I've seen the first one. Well, oh. I've seen the first one, and I really, really liked it because I thought it was a really good twist, mm-hmm. the bit at the end, because you, throughout the film you think it's... Spoilers, you think it's a creepy doll, but it actually turns out that it's, it's not. Actually it's actually boy. a person. Yeah. So I thought that was a really good twist. But this film was out ages ago, so I'm sure a lot of you have already I, seen it. a few years. But, no, it wasn't it years for the boy one was a couple years ago. Oh no, I'm talking about the I'm talking oh, about the same. Oh, two one. Brahms, I think it's called. That that was a, I think it was this year it was out, but I've just watched it the other day and don't watch it. It's really terrible. It really, really is terrible. It really is. Oh don't. Do you want to know what one I feel like remember the conjuring? Is that how you say it? The conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was quite good. That and the nun. But the nun scared the shit out of me. Well, the nun is part of the conjuring series. Uh-huh. But that scared the shit out of me more than what the like, conjuring I is. love how we're saying conjuring. It's, it's conjuring. conjuring. Aye, but I'm for Scotland. And it's a you. Like, am I clarty work? That's conjuring. Exact, Shannon, Ooh. that's exactly what I was thinking. That sounds it's, like... It sounds like you're going to say put an L in oh, there. You've just, no, you've just <laughs> hit the nail right in the head. I don't know what to say. Aye, I'm not saying the word, but you'll know what I'm trying to say. The word is clunge. <laughs> That is so gross. And for um, any non-Scottish people listening, that is basically a, a dirty word for vagina. Down below, yeah. Yuck. Somebody's got... No, stop it now. So then. it's the conjuring. <laughs> Not the conjuring. The conjuring. <laughs> the conjuring. No, stop right. We need to get off this subject right now. <laughs> The conjuring, oh, that's terrible. Oh, we are going to get done. That's by that's the ab- conjuring. <laughs> they're going to come after us. Like, how dare you? That's absolutely terrible. No, but the movies are really good. The the nun, mm, it's quite freaky. Right, so Jaren just likes to be scared. I so love the feeling. Like she it's, loves. It's like getting put in a roller coaster, and you get the butterflies, and you get to the top, and you can see yourself going off. That's what I feel like when I watch horrors, and I'm feel scared, like the butterflies in my belly. And so Shannon likes to be scared. Mm-hmm. So the nun scared you. Mm-hmm. It's just the face. I don't know that, that full thing. Uh-huh. The country, the country. Oh my god! Every time I see the it, now. <laughs> <laughs> why? Oh no! Oh god! Right. Anyway, right. that's a good movie. The, uh, a few of the, those series, the films in that series, I'm not going to see it again because it's, it's every time it's I see it, I'm going to start laughing. <laughs> They're good movies, but the boy, the boy two or Brahms, whatever the fuck it's called, it is absolutely awful. Spoilers. Stop listening. Basically, you know how in the first one it's like... I only watched like half a few and I couldn't get in there. Right, well, you know how in the first one it's like at, at the end it's a man? Aye. Who's living in the walls. Uh-huh. Right, we'll see in the second one. It turns out that it wasn't the man that was living in the walls. The doll is actually haunted and possessed. But it's terrible. Right, okay. It's, I really so do. it's not the way you'd actually expect it to be? Like, I, I hated it. I really, really hated it. I really wish they would have just left it at the first one because I really thought that was a really good twist. Ending mm-hmm. in the, to it? Aye. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've seen. Because I watch a shit ton of horror what every horror? week. <laughs> if you have any horrors, guys, that you just want us to watch or want us to talk about as well, bring that our way. 
I know if you've got any like cheesy horror movies or like those what's that film or any like documentaries zombie shark stupid. yeah oh that is just uh, the, the mech like why if you've got anything like that that you want us to watch <laughs> please send them over and we'll we'll talk about it at the start of the episode because we love shit like that i uh-huh. really like me and my brother watch zombie shark oh my god terrible i just don't get see when a film is just so far-fetched you're like why did you make that how how what even made you think of making that <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Oh well, another thing that well this week that we've been talking quite a lot about is the whole Wayfair thing. I don't really want to. It's really really interesting and it's really um. It would be a good thing to talk about, but I personally I'm not comfortable talking about it because I feel as if I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable talking about like child trafficking and I don't. I don't really want to say that. That's good on, but I wouldn't. But I mean, I've looked into it quite a lot. You've looked into it quite a lot. My dad looked at it quite... The stuff that is found is... It's insane. Disturbing. It's really insane. And it's like, we we literally just watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Documentary. And oh. then we heard about the Wayfair thing, and it's just like, how does this stuff go on in the world? How and everybody And everybody's just like, acts That's like fine. it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's sick. But if you do want to know more about the Wayfair stuff, please... Go listen to the Ohio podcast. They are one of my favourite podcasts and they literally just did an episode on the Wayfair stuff and Pizzagate and it was really, really interesting. Um, those guys are so fucking funny and it was just weird timing because you were I, like... We listened to that and, and then, then the next day they put it up and I was like, right, okay, I'll listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I really thought that she was like one of those people with the tinfoil hats. I was like, right, okay, you're getting a bit ridiculous now. But when I looked at it, I was like, wow, that's... There's just so much. Like you think it just starts for this bubble but it just goes out. It's like... It's like a spider, a spider web, aye, mm-hmm. and you just like start getting a wee bubble here and a wee bubble there, and it just starts growing and growing and growing, and you think, right, oh, found enough. And then you click on something else, and it takes you so much more. Now, right, you, Shannon's just like feeling up the mic. The mic. <laughs> yeah, but that stuff's crazy. It's all crazy. Again, like Shannon just said, if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, please send them send them, send them over to us. DM us or like email anything. us. Tag us We'd be really interested because I have a shit ton of stuff that's outside of Scotland that I want to talk about, but it's mostly ghost stories, myths, folklore. Yeah. Cryptid, not so much cryptids because I'm, I don't know why, but I just find cryptids to be really not that interesting. We just it's talked quite boring. We just talked about the Loch Ness monster, which technically is a cryptid, but that's a lot. It's basically a fucking landmark in Scotland. Like, <laughs> it's like one of the eight wonders of the world here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. Let's like, see Bigfoot. And all that stuff. Nah. It's really... I, 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 really, I can't. I wouldn't even want to. I don't know why. I just don't find it interesting at all. No. So we're probably not going to be talking much about cryptids. But if you guys have got any ghost stories or you've got like... Or any personal stories that you've had, like paranormal, anything. Anything like that. Send that. Anything weird, creepy, supernatural, macabre, as my mum likes to call it. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other word? Morbid. Morbid, as Betty would say. <laughs> Said they will what it is and we'll be happy to look into it for you. Today's episode is a surprise episode for Shannon because she... I don't know anything. She doesn't know what today's episode is. So this is a wee surprise for you. And do I know why I like this so much? Because I don't know and I feel like I'm getting shivers up my spine from my toes. Again, this isn't... This probably isn't one that's going to keep you up at night, but it is rooted in... Scotland. Something that could be classed as scary or spooky or whatever. Mm -hmm. I personally find it really disturbing. When, when I looked into it. Oh, that's great. So I'm going to be absolutely shitting myself. So thanks, So I'll, I'll give you a wee clue and we can see if you can guess. All right? Right, okay. Do I know this? Will I know I'm this? I'm trying to think of a really good clue. What is that quote? Bubble, trouble, boiling... Bubble? Bubble, is that? Oh, what is that? 
No, I don't think that's right. I think I just made that up on the spot. I just made it up. <laughs> no, I've heard it. Is it not like an, it's something? Oh. Burn, burn. What about Hocus Pocus? Witches? Is witches. Are we talking about witches? We're talking about witches. Oh my God. Well, I love shit about witches. Well, so, this so is pretty fucking grim, if I'm honest. Right, that's fine. On we go. Without further ado. <laughs> Without further ado, let us Be commence. Me. Before I talk about any of this stuff, I really would like to start the episode by saying that the following events that I'm going to talk about, they did take place in the 16th and 17th century where religion dominated how people lived their lives. It was the backbone to a lot of the communities. Mm-hmm. In Scotland at that time, there was a lot of religious reform. Um, they were trying to bring the country under one religious like viewpoint and mm-hmm. it, there was a lot of stuff like that going on. So for the people living in this time, witches were a really real fucking threat to them like they thought that these things were real they were happening they were happening i just want to say that because obviously when we look at this it's like common sense yeah but these people were very very religious terrified of sin terrified of the devil so these things were really real to them Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to say that because and i'd like to point out that common sense was obviously not a thing at these times Nah. um i still don't have much common sense. no you definitely don't (laughs) so there you go that's how i've made it through (laughs) <laughs> you made it through because I'm your cousin. <laughs> Give me some credit, come on. Right, okay. <laughs> so when I was researching this topic, um, I was actually really, really shocked because I had no idea that this happened in Scotland. Of course, like I knew that you know the witch trials were a massive thing in Europe. Yep. America with Salem, like that's like the most famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Witch Trials uh, of Salem that's like the most famous one that you hear about it's the one that's most talked about yep. but I had no idea how many people had actually died here in Scotland as a result of these trials and it's actually it's pretty eye opening I'm um, scared now like no scared but I'm like quite intrigued to like find out I never farted <laughs> that was my chair <laughs> right I'm just going to say this Shannon's sitting in a very creaky chair so please don't moan about the creaks I will try and take them out as much as I can she didn't fart it's the chair. Anyway, in 1563, Scottish Parliament passed a bill to criminalise witchcraft and it became a capital offence. So, very serious, like... So if anyone was, like, practising witchcraft, anything like that... Or suspected killed? of practising witchcraft, then yes, it was um, it was a oh capital offence, so, you know. That's so bad. The trials here in Scotland took place between 1597 mm-hmm. and 1662. There were around 4,000 people tried in Scotland accused of witchcraft and about two-thirds of those people were executed. So that's a lot. That's that a lot, is of, a lot people. of people. Jeez. Um, most of the people tried were women, usually middle-aged, but there were a few men in there as well. Aye. The amount of women accused in Scotland was four times higher than the average in Europe. In so, Scotland. Yep. So you think of Europe, and then you think of us. Exactly. That's insane. That's that's that. <laughs> that is. That's ridiculous. How? And like I I like looked at this stat. I tried to find as many sources as possible to see if it was like it's legit uh-huh. because I was like, there's no way. That can be. So the, the the high volume was thought to be due to the involvement of the king at the time, King right. James VI. So the reason he was so involved uh-huh. was because he claimed he and his wife were personally targeted by witchcraft. Okay. His wife Anne, she was Danish. and of she was. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that mean the Danish both- people are actually quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> you just offended every Danish person that's listening to this. No, I didn't mean that. I meant like, what do I? Th- of course she is. <laughs> just cut that for a bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, but okay. No, you are going to. She didn't mean it. I did. So they would sail back and forth to Denmark to um to to see each other, and she would sail here and blah blah uh-huh. blah. But during these journeys, there would be extremely bad storms at sea, and the king claimed that they were 
Witchcraft. It was witches that were plotting to kill him, him and his family, by bringing on the storms at sea. So there was a there was a conspiracy that they were trying to kill. Whenever they were out, the at king sea. and his wife every time they were out at sea. So this that's is that's what that meant to him. Maybe it's the fact that you're on the fucking sea, and she's a cruel mistress, and it's treacherous. Maybe that. Maybe again, going yeah, back to what I said before, common sense. It, it doesn't exist here. As I said as well, there was a lot of religious unrest at the time here in Scotland, as well as the plague. There was famine. It was just a, a really shitty time. time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Like it was really hard. If you weren't if you weren't starving, then you had the plague, so you were dying. You were ill. If you didn't have the plague, you were probably it's just it's, you were out fighting for your life. It's really horrible. So before I get into anything else, I would like to paint you a picture of who witches and what what like what what, what witches were. And what witchcraft actually meant to people back then. The belief was that the devil himself was walking the land, spreading his evil and encouraging people to sin. Ooh, Ooh make me sin. <laughs> Bring that my way. Aye. Oh, that's so creepy. Cut off your sins out this week with some world and you'll be alright. <laughs> oh, no. Jokes. For those that, again, non Scottish people, Slimming World is like Weight Watchers. They believe that he was like. Out and about, trying to get all these people to sin. Blah, 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 blah. They thought it was his goal to destroy crops, bring on deadly storms, turn people against one another and turn them essentially to life of sin. That is basically what they thought. Uh-huh. But the devil was not able to do all of these things by himself Ooh. and had to recruit people to do his bidding. This would be witches. So, so when these people care. were accused of witchcraft, mm-hmm. this is what they were thought to be doing. So when they thought that these people were doing witchcraft, like they... This, the, the, this is the kind of things that they thought they were doing, right? So mm-hmm. they basically thought they were working in secret for the devil. They thought they were spies. And work, and looking at them through And they were, like, just weaving themselves into the community and they were they were basically working for the devil. Aye. They believed that the devil would bestow special supernatural powers on these women, giving them the ability to hex, curse, and in some cases, heal people. Really? Which... That is kind of... I don't know... Uh, I don't know how evil healing people is. No, that affecting... And then at this time, obviously there wasn't a lot of medicine. It was mostly herbal remedies. Um, if your herbal remedies worked a bit too well and you were saving too many people, you were obviously a dirty, evil witch. Okay? Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. You should have been here. Shocking. But nowadays when you say witchcraft, it's like, at least in here in Scotland, it, I tend to think more of Wicca. So that's like a, it's it's more based in nature. Yeah. It's about elements. It's, it's nothing to do with the big, big sexy Satan. It's like... No, <laughs> big sexy Satan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more... It's more about like nature and the elements and, you know, there's not, it's not evil. Yeah. I think that's weird. Why would you think that the devil would... Why do that? Give people... Orders, basically. No, give people the ability to heal. That's like... If you would think that that would kill. be a godly thing to bestow upon someone. Exactly. Yeah, ability to heal. Anyway, common sense, guys, like I said. I'm going to butcher this woman's name, but I'm going to try. A woman named Gillis Duncan, I think that's how you pronounce it, I'm really sorry if it's not, from East Lothian, was one of the first accused in 1590 amongst this panic. She was accused by her employer, a man by the name of David Seaton. He then tortured her into a confession in which she accused a number of other women. Right. She later retracted this statement, but by this point, the hysteria and the panic was already in full swing. And nothing could be done about it. A common theme throughout here is um, men accusing women and then them being tortured into a confession and then that's it. That's that's, that's a basic theme. So basically, men's are dicks. 
I I mean I'm I'm not I'm I never say that. I'm just saying maybe men in this in this time period. In that time, maybe not now. Maybe I'll give her juice or something to get better. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you still talk to somebody to tell you that they're a witch. I know. Then in 1591, Agnes Samson was accused and tortured again, which led to a confession confirming exactly what the king was paranoid about. The confession stated that over 200 witches, some of which were from Denmark, had flocked to a church off the coast of North Berwick on Halloween night in 1590. There, the witches and the devil himself conspired to bring down the king. Um, I think we can all agree that this confession is absolute bullshit. That kind of, like, aye. She said exactly what he wanted to hear. That's exactly what happened. He took her into a room, tortured her, and probably... Because he's probably saying to her, like, you've been doing this, you've been saying this to me, you've been trying to do this. Aye, exactly. He's and then been... she's just been like, wait, what's me? It's like when you see people that give false confessions when they take them in, and it's like, and it's usually younger people, and they don't have a they parent. they manipulate what they're trying to That's exactly say. what it is, aye. So it's like, they tell them, they basically tell them what to say. Uh-huh. So it's like saying, did you hit that girl on the road on the May? F- and they're thinking, oh, if I say that, then I'm going to get out. So then they just say, yeah, I did hit that girl and blah, blah, blah. And then they take that as a confession. Uh-huh. So that's exactly what's happening here. She's just told him exactly what he wanted to hear. And that's... And that's that. And that's that. Um, This confession caused King James to encourage the persecution of witches. As he thought they directly threatened the crown because obviously in his mind there was a plot right. against the, him. the crown. He also wrote an anti-witchcraft book. You are joking. <laughs> detailing some of the lore and he called it demonology. Demonology. This obviously just fueled the hysteria. So like imagine this, right? Imagine we're all like let's just let's just say werewolf, right? I don't know why I would say werewolf. It's not like I'm obsessed with them or anything like that. No, not at all. Not petrified to them for a small age. So I'm just gonna say werewolf. So let's, let's just say we were all scared. Like, this whole country was fearing werewolves, right? Aye. We were all locked up in our houses and we thought werewolves were real. They were going to come get us at night. And then the Queen writes a book about werewolves and how deadly they are and distributes it to the whole country. Can you imagine the panic and the hysteria that we were going on? It would have been like reverse. Exactly. It's cre- it's insane. And then it's humans turning to werewolves, so don't fucking start that bish. <laughs> <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. Big daggy. I just think that's crazy. Like, um, but fun fact, this book it actually inspired uh, the witches characters from Shakespeare's Macbeth. Oh. So that was a fun fact that I learned. Um, that's good. Do you know who they are? No. Mm, I thought that. <laughs> you don't know what? Have you ever uh, read Macbeth? Did you ever read at school? No. Mine school wasn't a very good time for me. Do you know who I... Shakespeare is? Aye, okay, that's that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's all, that fucking stupid. That's all we need to know. But I thought that was quite fun. Yeah. So what are? The telltale signs of a witch. Well, it all starts with an accusation or a small rumour. If someone thought that you were looking at them funny at church that morning and they weren't too happy about it, all they had to do was say that they seen you dancing naked in the woods with Satan himself and then you would be dragged off and tried as a witch. If you were dancing naked in the woods, who would do that? I mean, I've never done that. (laughs) (laughs) If you were seen to be doing anything suspicious or out of the ordinary, or, you know, you were just... Or you just were different, Mm -hmm. people would just assume that it had to be... It would just be witchcraft. Witchcraft. Another massive reason so many people were tried um, was due to other women on trial. Because they were saying this person did So, exactly, they would be tortured for confessions and then thinking the torture would stop, they usually confessed and then gave the names of their many alleged accomplices. So it's like, it's again, it's a spider web. It's like one person goes in and then Another it's... one goes. 
10 other people and then they and it, it goes from it's there bad, so when they had you in custody they would go through many different methods in order to prove you were a witch and secure a conviction as mentioned before torture was the main method of retrieving confession which let's be honest is not the most reliable method i mean no. if you're being tortured for days on end eventually you are going to tell these people exactly what they want to hear or you're probably going to die some of the most common torture methods at the time were the witch's bridle right so this was an iron muzzle that was placed around the head. Right? Just looking for chanting, basically. Chanting? Like, see not a be witch shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It was it was it was placed around the head, right? And it was just a, it was like a, it was like an iron muzzle, but th- this method was it was more for public humiliation. So right. if you were walking around the the town with this on, you People were a witch. Knew. Yeah. So again, and at a time that like this when reputation is everything and religion if you're a witch if people think you're a witch you're just going to be completely shunned sleep deprivation which is actually what it says on the tin this was the most effective because eventually see when you're sleep deprived it totally fucks with your whole like you you start to like you start she started you start to hallucinate like it actually totally messes with your, your brain so then we have the heretic's fork which is an iron bar with two prongs on each end. Used to burn? No. <laughs> One was placed on the chest and the other under the chin like that, forcing the person to keep their head up straight like this. So if they were to like move their head down, fall asleep, that's piercing their chest and their underneath their chin. So, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were going to say, like, remember you used to say like, the mid, it looked like a crowbar and you used to like, burn one end it and then like burn you with it. Oh, like a brand? Yeah. I thought that's what you're going to mean. Pressing was another one where the victims were laid on a slab oh. and the weight was gradually added to their chest. Um, eventually, your ribs would crack under the, the, the pressure. Sure. And it was probably at this point that a lot of people confessed or um, if you were completely rock and roll, you would say, fuck you and let it kill you, which is exactly what I would have done. I would have done that too. Fuck you. <laughs> Burn me. Bastards. So then we have water torture. So I don't know how common this method was in Scotland. A few sources said that it, it was used, but it wasn't the main method that they used here. This is where the victim would be strapped to a chair at the end of a wooden plank and it would be dunked in the water repeatedly. So the water that they would dunk them in was usually a lake or, you know, a loch yeah. or a river. So extremely cold. I mean, especially here in Scotland. Yeah, it's freezing. Um, and usually, obviously, you're bo- you know yourself when you're your dunked into cold water, you go into complete shock. Your mm-hmm. body just goes into shock. Um, and then the last would be burning at the stake. Um, though usually this would end in death it was used to scare people and confess so they start burning like certain parts and shit mm, so ouch um there were other more physical methods that involved locating the devil's mark on the accused so they'll try to find that it was believed that when you make a pact with the devil he would mark your body in mockery of the christian act of baptism oh, of course it did. just in her eye roll guys the woman would be stripped naked and their entire body would be searched for the mark now the mark could be a blemish a scar or it could be a birthmark if you have either you're fucked okay but this is the thing right i have three birthmarks i have one on my foot one in my inner thigh and one like on my stomach I have one behind my eye. But every, but most people have birthmarks or scars. So how, about, aye, how can you tell me the witch then? So, I mean, I I would have been tried and I probably would have been convicted as well. They would also look for a sensitive spot on the body which was found by pricking the skin with a needle to see if it would bleed. If it didn't bleed, you a witch. Of course it's going to bleed. Like, I know, but that, if it didn't bleed, 
You were a witch. But there's places on your body that if you prick my needle, it won't bleed. Yeah, exactly. You would need to pull it, you would need to prick it pretty Gen- deep. It's just fucking stupid. Um, another was, so these were kind of ways that like people that were in the community would kind of be able to identify a Aye. witch. So one was seeing the accused talking with themselves, which I think we can safely say that... We all do that. Yeah, and also like during this time, some of the accused were probably suffering from mental health issues. Yeah. Mental illness is not a new thing. It has always been a thing. So I imagine that a lot of these people were probably sick and there was nobody to help them. Mm-hmm. Their outbursts or mental state probably made them look even more guilty, which is really sad. And they've been punished for it. Mm-hmm. Also, I, as you just said, I talk to myself all the time. I, do, I go in the toilet and or I go into the kitchen and I'm cooking dinner and I'll be like, right. Exactly. I need to get this, I need to get this. Or I, like, right in the other class for the shop and I'm like, right, so I need to get this for the day, I need to get that. But it doesn't actually happen. As you just said, like, I talk to myself around the house all the time. Like, I'll, if I'm really concentrating on something, I'll mutter to myself. Aye. Or I'll, I sing, or I like... Mm-hmm. Um, People say it's a, a sign of madness, but I think we've all got a bit of madness in us somewhere. Like, exactly, though, <laughs> but you're saying it's a sign of madness, right? It could be, but it's not a sign of witchcraft. Exactly. It's weird. If you're an animal person, sorry to break it to you guys, but you're a slave to Satan. Having too many pets, or being too friendly with other people, other people's pets was a sign that you had an animal as a familiar. Do you know what a familiar is? A witch with a cat. Aye, basically aye. Aye. Even when women were awaiting trial in their cells, if there was even so much as an insect in that cell, they believed that they conjured this animal as their familiar to go do their bidding. Oh, come on, get a wee ant. A wee ant's going to start to this big guard. Like, oh, here we go. I'm going to come and get you. You're telling my pal you want to talk to her. No, but can you imagine? So you're sitting in your cell and there's a fly and they, they get, oh, she... Someone that fly. that SWAT to get away from me. <laughs> oh, she... I know, you would be killing them. Well, and I then you'd be like, serial killer. I wouldn't be killing them because I'm vegan and that's not very vegan, but you know. I would, I'm not vegan, but I wouldn't kill them. <laughs> we hope we were just being cells beside each other. And I'd be like, Sharon, I'll fly. pass them out to Steph. Fly. <laughs> so, um... Save yourself. This one is my favourite method because it is so fucking stupid and it's the Bible method. So, they would weigh the accused weigh them against a stack of bibles so if the person weighed heavier or lighter than the bibles then they were obviously a witch so even so if you were heavier or lighter you were a witch so you have to get it you'd have to get it they would have to put precisely your weight of bibles to weigh you against for you to be able to walk out of that courtroom as a free person a free person i mean come on ridiculous how many times did they how many times did Fuck they get it? My weight goes up and down like a yo-yo. <laughs> but like, it's just... F- what? That's just weird. That is really weird. I've it, never heard that in my life. It's not weird. It's it's stupid. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So you would have to get bang on my weight of Bibles for me to be able to be not... Oh, sorry, we're a Bible shot today. You need to get your... You're going down. You're getting tortured. That's madness. That is absolute madness. I don't agree with that. Not. So, I mean, the list goes on and on and on with all these different reasons why people were accused or put on trial. And they get really fucking ridiculous the more you go, the more you go and the more you read. So I urge you, please go read them and send us your favourite one. Or better yet, let us know how many of these you are actually guilty of. Because when I was looking through them, I was like, I would have been thinking there, that. I would have been done there, I would have been there. Because they're just so stupid. Um, when they had managed to secure a confession and had these people at trial, they would also use witness testimony to further their claims and obviously further secure the conviction. Um, this consisted of neighbours and family members telling stories of how after a quarrel with the accused, they suffered a terrible illness or bad luck. Oh, of course, that's it, man. So, like, I'm on trial, right? 
Uh-huh. And they bring you up and they say, Shannon, tell the court what happened last week and you say, well, me and Stephanie got into a quarrel about, I don't even know, what would we fight about? Something stupid. I don't know, we don't have a fight. Me and Shannon were fighting about, is the Loch Ness Monster real? And you said, you're an idiot, the Loch Ness Monster is real. And justice, the very next morning, you were violently ill. And I got summoned. And you would say, I was violently ill because she is a witch. <sighs> That's just stupid. And she hexed me and she cursed me because I told her that she was stupid. I don't... What? I mean, what? Aye, I, I don't get that. That's just madness. Plus the fact that they were actually able to turn people, to turn neighbours against neighbours and turn families against families. families. That's how scared people were. And it's not even that, they would go back years in these people's lives looking for anything that could be labelled as witchcraft. So like, they would go back like 10 years in these people's lives to see if they had done anything that could be classed as witchcraft. witchcraft. Like, that's crazy. Can you imagine, can you imagine, can you imagine that the day? I know. Oh, you're up for murder and you, you tweeted it when you were 15. Aye. You're now 25, but when you're 15, you tweeted it saying, I'm going to kill somebody. And then you murdered somebody when you were 25. And they go back to your tweet when you were 15. Like, well, in 2000, whatever, you said you were going to kill someone. Like, Aye, that, so that would never, then? that would never, ever hold up in court. That is the stupidest thing. Ugh. Obviously, there was no physical evidence. As um, none of these women were actually meeting with the devil in the moonlight. Because, newsflash, it never actually happened. Th- these things never actually happened. Aye, they're all fake. So once the convicted the conviction was passed, the accused would be executed. There were many different types of execution. There was hanging, there was tarring. You know what tarring is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the most famous one, obviously, being burned at the stake. Aye. There are a few people's stories that I would like to tell here on the podcast. Um, I don't know why, but when I was looking through like the people that were accused and executed, these what stood out to me for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. They just did. I just was like, I'm really interested and I obviously wanted to share them with you um the first is obviously we have all this at this time we have all this unrest and hysteria and manic going on in scotland but in the orkney islands which is up north Mm -hmm. they had what they called spay wives which i think is pretty cute and these were women who are very valued members of their community they were known to be healers and they were designated midwives in the areas. Um, it's said that many sailors would go to visit the spay wives before setting off on a voyage and purchase things to help bring good luck and favourable winds. Which... So basically like a witch. Basically. But m- a good witch. But they call them spay wives. Spay wives so rather than a witch. Rather than a, uh-huh. rather than a witch. But, um, so I think that's really nice that, that nice. they're kind of pillars of their community. And but... no being absolute stone to death or like burnt to death or like you said tarred. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just imagine, you know how Brave, have you seen Brave? Mm-hmm. You know how the witch and Brave? Aye. <laughs> that's what I imagine, like, in their wee cottage. Aye, all happy. Like, making, making all the wooden carvings and stuff, that's that's what I imagine. Turning people into bears and shit. Even though these women had upstanding reputations, and they were pillars of their community, the religious pressure and the fear behind these trials was just so much more powerful, and unfortunately, these women were also tried, and they were burnt at the stake. So, you know, that just shows the show. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, Aye, but you're if you're accused either. of this, if this word is associated with you in any way, shape, or form, it's just, it's game over. If you guys are ever visiting Orkney, Orkney Islands, there's a place called Gallows Ha that's obviously still there today. It's like a, it's like a small grass area in the city. Um, they won't build there due to, obviously, the disturbing history that took place there in March 2019, there was a plaque erected to in remembrance of these people who were found guilty. So, so I would, I, I would really, I would personally like to really like to go there so and visit and, and pay my respects because I think that's like it's just sad that that's that happened that yeah. it's there and it's like, but it's good that people still talk about it and and, still and, and, they, and they remember. Mm-hmm. So Margaret Aitken, she was from Fife, 
and she was known as the Great Witch of Bulwiri. She was accused of witchcraft and confessed probably under torture or some sort of distress as we know. The sad thing about this story is that she claimed to be able to identify other witches by um, looking for a special mark in their eyes which obviously is bullshit. Yeah. So she was taken around the country trying to sniff out these supposed witches and it resulted in hundreds of women being imprisoned, tortured and eventually executed. Eventually, Margaret was found to be a fraud. There was a prosecutor who was understandably suspicious. He brought in a few people who Margaret had previously found guilty, based on her testimony. But they brought them in again, wearing different clothes, so they kind of tried to trick her. And she did, she found the, the same people innocent this time. So, obviously, after this happened, her credibility was questioned and she was found to be lying. Mm -hmm. She was taken back to Fife to stand trial where she declared everything she had stated about herself and others was completely false and she was burned at the stake. So, how many people... Were killed or tortured for her? Because of her testimony. And then she comes out and says, oh, it's all a lie. And then she burns anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Janet Forsyth. So, this is a story and I don't know how much of it is real or accurate, but... I'm going to tell it like a story because I found it really, really nice and it's a bit bit more uplifting. So nonetheless, I would like to tell it. So Janet Forsyth was from Westray, which again is one of the Orkney Islands in the north. Story goes that Janet had a dream one night that her sweetheart Benjamin perished while he was out at sea. When she woke the next day, she told Benjamin about her dream as he was due to go fishing with friends. Benjamin shrugged off as shrugged this off as a silly dream but Janet was convinced he would meet his end if he went fishing that day. Benjamin set sail that day with a few more men out off out to sea. While they were on the water a dense fog rolled over the sea and land and lo and behold Benjamin and his friends never returned to shore that day. The people of the strait naturally blamed Janet for these men's deaths and she was then branded a witch and accused of bringing on the fog that day. God's sake. Just what the fuck like. That's mad. It's said that Janet didn't really have a good reputation within the community anyway. So that's probably bad. I couldn't find any examples of why, but this was probably why the community turned on her so quickly. Um, After Benjamin disappeared, Janet was obviously upset and heartbroken and um, she shut herself away from the rest of the island. Mm -hmm. This didn't really help her reputation very much as she was then blamed for any stormy weather that hit the island and any other misfortunes people experienced. A number of years after this all happened, there was a ship spotted off the coast of the island. The ship was in trouble and Janet tried to gather up all of the islanders to go out and save the men who were on the ship. Everyone refused to help her because obviously she is a witch. Um, So she grabbed her small rowboat and set off to help these people. I would also like to note that the sea off the coast of the the island is uh, anything but smooth. But she managed to get this boat out to this ship and she managed... To guide it to safely, guided it safely to shelter. Any normal person would hail her as yeah, a, hero, a hero, yeah, and you a witch. exactly, and you would be like, "Wow, this thank one, you, mm, this girl is amazing." But no, it kind of just confirmed without a shadow of doubt to these people that she was indeed a witch. Um, the reasoning for this was that no normal person could survive a storm like that, and it must have been the work of witchcraft. Her trial took place on November eleventh, sixteen twenty nine, where she was found guilty and she was sentenced to death. As she was read her sentence, she looked out into the crowd and saw Benjamin standing in a naval uniform. Turns out he didn't die at sea at all. That day he was press-ganged into the Navy. When she saw him, she screamed out, Save me, Ben! And was then dragged off and held in the dungeon. The next day, when she was summoned for her execution, the dungeon was empty. So she either escaped 
or like young Benjamin rescued oh, Ben got her. That's what Hopefully I, Ben got her and took it away. Well, that's what I like to think happened. I would like to think that Benjamin saved her. I hope he did save her. But that's what I'm saying. That this is a story. I don't know how much of that's like... True or not. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a nice story. Mm-hmm. She survived. There's, there's so many stories like this and not... From not just Scotland, but from all over the world and all of the people executed were victims. I think we should call them victims because the crimes that they were, have been convicted and killed for, they're not real. Like no. the witches aren't. I don't mean witches aren't real because obviously there is people out there who practice like uh, magic and witchcraft and stuff. I mean, the type of witchcraft that these people are talking about isn't real. Aye. So none of these women or men have done anything. That like were killed were guilty. There were nothing. Imagine I'm just saying that, and like every person that was executed was actually a witch. <laughs> like sorry, <laughs> sorry. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. I'm sorry. Cut. This was all a result of panic and religious pressure and it's important to mention that it wasn't just women who were being targeted, men were also accused of being accomplices to the witches and helping them hide from persecution. So there were men who were hanged and burned at the stake as well, so I think that's important to remember. Mm -hmm. The last witch to be executed in Scotland was Janet Horne. This was in 1727 and this took place in a town called Dornock. I don't know if I'm saying that properly, I really, I'm sorry, I think it's up north. Right. I'm really sorry if I didn't say that correctly, but it looks like Dornock to me. That's what today there is a stone on the place of her execution, with the date 1722 to commemorate this. It was around this time that the Scottish Enlightenment was starting to become much more advanced, and more people became more interested in it. So the Scottish Enlightenment was just people who were they were kind of starting to question things and becoming more reasonable about things Aye, and putting and like science and stuff. Aye. So it was it wasn't so religious based. So this resulted in trials becoming less of a necessity because people started to question the very existence of witches in the first place mm-hmm. so they kind of just faded it from there that's it so conclusion theories ideas i don't know like witches to me i like, have always loved it reason being i know this is not real everyone everyone is going to be like that's not real but the originals <laughs> if anybody has seen that the witches in that i fucking adore that's fictional I know it is, but this is what's got me like pure anti like witches, everything. And then like looking because all like New Orleans, like I've always wanted to go to New Orleans because of the big hang. Mm-hmm. I really want to go. Same. And that's something that we need to do. Right, we should do that. But obviously we need to wait until we're actually allowed out of the country. Well, before exactly. we can go do that. I but mean, no. New Orleans <laughs> is a place that I've always wanted to go to see what's going on. See, personally, I just feel like the witch trials were just a way to control people and women especially. So, like, if any anybody was rebelling against the, the religion mm-hmm. or they weren't practising the, the way that they, they thought been. they should have been, mm-hmm. it was an easy way to just be like... Cut them off. Oh, that person's a witch. Execute Get them. Get away. And the worst thing about all of this, to me, is that they managed to turn other women... Against other women. Against other women. Like, they managed to get people, women going around the country, identifying people as other witches... And then turn it to be fake. So how could you th- live with yourself knowing you're going to ruin it and getting other people, th- hundreds of other people, like, tortured? I think that's madness. And it's just really sad. Um, but I, I personally feel like these women deserve to be talked about and people should really know about these atrocities because essentially, as I said, these people died for nothing. They died for absolutely nothing. The things that they're accused of and their crimes, as I said, they don't exist. I, it's no real... So it's like they literally died for nothing, mm-hmm. and some of them were tortured, and some of them. It, it's just, just unspeakable. Like it it, it doesn't sit well with me. It's just it's really horrible. And then another thing. 
why do we not learn about this stuff at school? Because I, I had absolutely no idea that this happened in Scotland. I had no idea it happened in Scotland. I thought it was running for New Orleans. Well, like Salem. You know that it's Salem yeah. much. So, mm-hmm. like, obviously everybody knows about Salem. But I had absolutely no idea that this happened, happened in Scotland. Here. Like, this to this extent. It's fried. It's really crazy. And there's, like, there's places all over the all over Scotland that you can go visit that's, like, commemorating these people that died. Mm-hmm. Especially in Edinburgh. There's quite a few in Edinburgh that you can go see that are um, the last um, witch was, like, executed here, blah, blah, blah. Well, we are going there for my birthday. Exactly. So, so we um, we're actually going to Edinburgh in October. So we're really interested to see those places and what else is up there exactly that's just how i feel about it that was my that was kind of my conclusion i thought but i just thought personally we should be learning about stuff like this at school like in history obviously we learn about the wars because everybody should learn about the wars so it doesn't happen again and the atrocities that happened during the war and we learn about the holocaust which again is important to learn about but we don't learn much i feel like you should be learning about history in your own country we don't learn anything about scotland so i don't I, i don't know that's it's a bit fucked up to me. I think that the, the things like this should be talked about. But that's just that's my conclusion. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And that's that. That's, that's, the Scot- that's the Scottish Witch Trials. Again, if any of you guys have visited any of these places, or you have a story in relation to the episode, please send it over to us at scottishandscared at gmail dot com, or follow us on at scottishandscaredpod. You can DM us over there. Let us know. Or if you guys, even if you guys have any pictures of any of the places, send them in. Exactly, or any of the places like that have the plaques or commemorating, send them in as well. We'd really like. If you've got any other stories about witches stuff or anything like that, or you are a witch, yeah. If you are a witch, get in contact. Let us know. Shannon wants to meet you, and let us know what the fuck's going on, how you practice, and does it have anything to do with the devil? I don't think it does. Just let us know. Let us know. But that's it, guys. That's this this week's episode. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you opened your eyes. Keep the heat. Oh my god. <laughs> I love saying that. I'm so sorry, but Nicola, <laughs> you've got it out of me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, guys. So stay weird, stay scared. Bye, guys. Bye.